1: Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is State of the Vikings 2014. Boy, we're already at 2014 for State of the Vikings. I'm your host, Paladino Joey. And with me, ladies. Sebastian Valls. Uh, look at you. <laughs> Sebastian Balls is in here. Yes, sir. He is in the house. Woot well, woot. Welcome aboard.
0: It is nice to be aboard
1: it is this is this is the same guy ladies and gentlemen this is sebastian Valls. he is on board he is here to do state of the vikings 2014 so where do we go from here there's about 700 bajillion topics yeah about about 700 bajillion we'll try to get to uh, what we can because <laughs> we can't have a four-hour show but um so uh, the good news is it's all gonna be pretty exciting and well sebastian is joining me from seattle So talk about, uh, rant a little bit about the Seattle fans. Why don't you? All
0: right. So this is a perfect Seattle fan type of thing. Mm -hmm. I go down the street in my Minnesota Vikings jersey and my brand new hat. I've got the $300 jersey, the brand new one. And it's always raining out here. That's what you should know. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect stereotype. (laughs) Walking down the road. And we always have puddles because we have lopsided roads out here for some reason. Like, MnDOT doesn't work out here. Oh, yeah. And so Suppose. I get splashed all the time on purpose.
1: <laughs> wow. Because because you're wearing a jersey?
0: Just because I'm wearing a Minnesota Vikings jersey, even though they kicked yeah. our butts two years in a row.
1: Yeah. it's like It's like, take your win, enjoy it. You got your ring. That should be enough. Like, why do you need to rub it in? Especially when they... Well, it's uh, we we know it's Vikings Northwest too. Or will always remember that one. Oh yeah. I don't know if you like me repeating that all the time. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I'm like a broken record sometimes, aren't I? Like
0: Joey. Didn't Sidney Rice just leave Seattle too?
1: That's a yeah. He's a free agent at least right now. So let's get him. No, I don't know about that. I liked him when he was here for the well, the first year anyway. At least the first. Well, excuse me, the year with Favre, I liked him, and then he just became Mr. Injury Prone and couldn't play. Yeah, I was going to say, his it.
0: first year, mm-hmm. he was injured.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. The <laughs> second year too, and then the third was that good one in '09.
0: That was his third year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. 2007 was his first year, if you can believe that. With uh, yeah, he was a free. Uh, excuse me, second round pick behind Adrian in '07. If you can believe it, it's been that long already.
0: So he's been in the league seven years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope we don't go get him.
1: No, it's okay, right? Yeah, it's too much of a, too much of a, uh, what do they call that? Damaged goods.
0: Oh god, that is like throwed away and stepped on goods.
1: <laughs> That's perfect. Oh man, so what do you think of this new stadium coming up?
0: I'm excited. I am definitely going to come back to Minnesota and see it. Uh, it's going to be a palace. I keep telling people out here about it because they think their stadium's all that.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: And I'm like, you know, half of this thing is going to be glass, and the doors are two stories high,
1: mm-hmm.
0: made out of glass. And I'm like, what?
1: Yeah. Like,
0: like really? that's impossible. I'm like, no.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's like a special kind of substance that doesn't break as easy as glass. But yeah, basically, you know, it's a clear, it's a clear roof, clear side. Um, like, not the whole thing will be clear, obviously, but enough to basically yeah. give us that really neat-looking outside feeling. I was telling my fiancé that when I was walking in Camp Snoopy the other day. Or, well, it's not Camp Snoopy, it's Nickelodeon. But, Camp Snoopy. Excuse me, yeah, that's like <laughs> 92. but <you> know. <laughs> It was that, once upon a time, but... Um yeah, I was showing her while well, I was saying this was this was exactly where Met Stadium was like, you know, thirty years ago. Here's home plate, believe it or not. And then look at the roof. That's kind of what the stadium's gonna look like, except ours is gonna be much better. But you get the idea that sunlight can come in there, so kinda cool. So it's kind of a sneaky little hint of what we're in for.
0: I'm I'm excited for it too, because it's definitely oh, yeah. gonna be a new innovation to NFL stadiums. Mm-hmm. You now everybody wants to get these open air, you know, cl- uh, outside stadiums again with natural gla- grass. Well, ours is yeah. going to probably have natural grass, believe it or not.
1: That's pretty neat.
0: But we don't, mm-hmm. but we don't have to have that Minnesota frigid air.
1: Yeah, it's like it, it. It was good back in the obviously thirty years ago. But yeah, I don't know if we need that right now. This winter would have been. This winter would have killed everybody. I think it's pretty harsh. And yeah. yeah
0: might have been blacked out
1: every game. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And watch out for TCF the next 2 years. That's the other thing. But yeah, the dome's almost gone, so I figure we got to talk about that cuz I'm kind of addicted to watching the webcam almost every day even at work, which is kind of like uh against the rules but a little bit, but that's uh hopefully they're not listening. <laughs> um yeah, I'm really hooked on watching this. I like watching new stadiums come up. I, I, I used to watch Target Field coming up too. And even Excel Energy really? Center, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: You're not yeah. even a baseball fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I like it, but it's I mean, I, I am a baseball fan. I still follow it, but yeah, it's not my, uh, you know, it's not my favorite. We'll say, it's not basketball or football.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's get on to free agency. Who do you like? What they're taking so far? It doesn't have to be Vikings, but you know, Oof. what's your favorite? You know, player taken.
1: The favorite player in all of free agency right now?
0: Well, you know, what's the best deal that you've seen taken yeah. by another team? You know, like OC and or somebody like that.
1: Ooh, boy. Well, Daryl Rivas going to the Patriots is really good. I mean, yeah, he's, he's kind of been damaged goods a little bit too, but that is a yeah. really, really, really Bill Belichick move right there for the New England Patriots. Um, he's an elite cornerback. Only a one-year deal, so no major risk, but still obviously a nice payday—twelve million a year, or the year, excuse me. Uh, very good move for the Patriots. Not sure that's going to necessarily get them in the Super Bowl, but who knows?
0: Hey, it's better than Aqib Talib getting injured in two straight AFC Championship games.
1: <laughs> that's that's very very true. Yeah. Who's your favorite? What's your favorite deal so far?
0: i uh, I have to go with Oakland Raiders. Ooh, and geez. go with the black hole over there and say <laughs> Lamar Woodley yeah. and who else did they take? Uh oh, I was right there. Yep. Uh, Justin Tuck. Yep. There we go. Yep. Justin Tuck and Lamar Woodley, that defense is set. I don't think they have to take a quarterback. They've got Terrell Pryor. I think they're pretty much good.
1: Can you believe it? Yeah, the Oakland Ridge just might be coming out of the black hole. Just maybe. 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 Yeah. Until Rich Gannon, uh, unless unless Rich Gannon comes back, maybe they'll then, then they'll definitely be out of it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. That was oh a, yeah, right. I'm just teasing. <laughs> no, I like that guy. He comes on the Barrero here uh, locally a lot. He's a uh, yeah. He's a pretty cool NFL insider, and obviously was great for them many years ago. Uh, it would be nice to see the Raiders come out of come out of that black hole, though. Just just just, you know just, just in my opinion. In black hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's that?
0: Jacksonville Jaguars ah. were there over signing a Toby Gerhardt. What are they
1: thinking? And why would they he sign there? to a
0: starting deal.
1: Yeah. And why would he go there? Yep, Toby Gerhardt is going to the Jags.
0: Well, Maurice Jones Drew just did leave, so.
1: Yeah. Yep, he's a free agent. Yeah, And whereas, uh, what I don't understand is why he went there. I would have thought maybe, just maybe, like a Denver or something, but, I remember we actually even thought that, remember that? Yeah. I thought that would be a good fit. I mean uh, Moreno's a free agent, so there's an opening and maybe Denver wasn't interested, I guess. I would have thought he could do better than Jacksonville though. Talk about black
0: holes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it's definitely the money too. Yeah. I mean like I remember my first ever episode, I keep saying the Chester Taylor one, how they leave for money. Look at uh-huh. Toby Gerhardt. He's He's leaving for the money, and he's going to go to a team that I honestly don't think he's going to do that well in.
1: Probably not. I mean, that's kind of another, like, one of those teams where people players go there to die, it seems like, <laughs> for the most part, or never get born, so to speak. Like, like I haven't really seen too much out of a lot of their draft picks over the years. Uh, obviously, they just traded away a uh, wonderful quarterback to the San Francisco 49ers, uh, Blaine Gabbert. <laughs>
0: Like why can't we do that with Christian Ponder or like for a water boy or something?
1: We could. We could we, we could get a water boy. Maybe he'll get uh 12 uh 22 sacks or something. Just like no, just like that goofy movie. <laughs> uh, I had to bring that up. Oh, uh,
0: bring the ball back to the wrong end zone. Mhm. Like, whoa, no, the other way. Oh, man. That would, that would be pretty cool though.
1: Mhm. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to bring that up. Oh, man.
0: Classic
1: uh, movie. Mm-hmm, yeah, about 98, I believe. Yeah, 98, 99. Somewhere. I don't know. I'd
0: have been three years old.
1: Man. Uh-oh, look at me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but free agency, though. This is basically the whole gist of this thing. I mean, I'm, I'm just, like, intimidated by it because there's so much going on. I mean, sometimes they come on Purple Mafia and it's just, eh, it's free agency. Eh, well, I mean, it's free agency, but, yeah, I, I, other teams are doing stuff, but we're getting stage Rosenfels or something, basically. This year, it's just like, oh, my God.
0: Right. Remember that? Oh, oh, my God. So do I.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we're losing Chester Taylor. That was one of the first episodes you listened to, wasn't it? About...
0: That was my second episode I ever listened to, but that was the one that got me hooked.
1: Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I still like, yeah, I, I had fun doing that one. It was a little rant about how he just took off for the money. Mm.
0: And then he went to Chicago, failed, went to Baltimore, failed.
1: Mm-hmm. Or uh, Arizona, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah. I think he originally came from Baltimore, believe it or not. But yeah, oh, either, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, either way. Yeah, yeah. He came from Baltimore, Minnesota. He
0: went uh, to a bird.
1: Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, either way, you went to a bird and, you know, yeah. he <laughs> got eaten up, literally. So the Vikings. What do you think of? Uh-huh. Go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, oh, no, go ahead. I'll let you say it. Yeah.
0: I was going to say what were you uh what did you think of Tampa Bay's new acquisitions?
1: Oh my god. Yeah, they're getting uh yeah. <laughs> they took two guys that a lot of us here in Minnesota really wanted, uh Eltron Werner and Michael Johnson. Yeah. Um a lot of people not too happy about that. Though Werner's got a reputation of being burned though. That's the one thing. Werner the burner, I suppose. Hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. I wasn't on board with the Johnson as much just because he was coming from a top two defense. Yeah. So he was going to get that big buck type of deal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't want to see Minnesota spending that much money on somebody who, yes, has proved himself, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we don't know what kind of production we're going to get out of him because he's going to be going to a different type of defensive scheme.
1: Yeah, and it's like the whole system type of thing. Maybe he was successful in the system more than, like maybe it was the system making him the money versus him making it. That might be some yeah. of the fear from some people, I suppose, coming in. I mean, yeah, it's happened Definitely. all over the league, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm.
0: hey, now Leslie Frazier has no room to fail, right?
1: He better not. <laughs> For his sake, he better not. I mean, he's got some, he's got some pieces. I wouldn't, uh, if I was a cornerback, I wouldn't really want to be at the Tampa 2 too much. Not not like in the success rate of them at least around here,
0: right mm-hmm. was- yeah I can't believe who they named to be their starting quarterback pretty much already,
1: yeah, that was the other one the other the other signing do you want to say it?
0: oh, the brutal Josh McCown out of Chicago
1: Choose josh Josh McCown, yeah i mean i'm I'm not quite as down on him as you, but at the same time, I could see your uh I can see why you wouldn't be necessarily as uh, excited about him as they are. I'm, that, that's for sure.
0: Well, to be fair, Chicago is our rival, and mm-hmm. the only time we got to see him is when Cutler got injured. So that was like our favorite moment.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Cutler. It seemed like though, in a, in a way, it seemed like he stabilized things a little more than Cutler. But yeah, obviously, Cutler definitely the more talented guy of the two. Yeah, teams do yeah. that, though. They they get all excited about signing the backup quarterback, and then not too much happens after that.
0: You know quarterback I am happy about the signing of, though? What's that one? Matt Castle. That's
1: correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You know,
0: we needed somebody who's stable, and that isn't Michael Vick.
1: I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I, was, I wasn't sure how you felt about Castle and Vick. Yeah, I'm with you. Vick. You know, uh, there's some st- there's some scary statistics about that guy. Do you know, do you know what his career high in touchdown passes was? No, I don't. Twenty one, and and he did it with the Eagles. He never even did it with Atlanta. So it's it's just his his accuracy. He cleared sixty percent once in his whole career. Wow. Yeah. So it's like I look at I mean, just simple statistics. You look at it. Um, and no one has to be like you know you have to know this stat and this stat. It's just something I had to look at because well, what the heck? I mean that, those stats kind of flew out and slapped me in the face.
0: That guy. That's like worse than Chris Under.
1: Yeah, those are not good numbers. Um, it's like sure he's athletic, exciting, this and that, big arm. But when your when your accuracy is low and you don't throw touchdown passes, I don't know. I'm not really sure that's a guy I want leading my franchise, even as a even as a bridge quarterback. Uh Castle's not exactly, you know, Peyton Manning or anything, but I think he's more stable. Yeah, and he's less likely to get hurt too.
0: Yeah, I know I was reading uh ESPN blog or something like that, saying how Matt Castle threw like eighty percent of the Vikings touchdowns. Uh Jennings had all of his touchdowns from him, Cordero had all of his except for one.
1: Uh-huh. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Jennings, all of his touchdowns were from Matt Castle. Yep, and I was even looking at that during the season back in the year too. That's that's very true. Uh, Castle, yeah, the chemistry with Castle and a lot of these important receivers on the team was definitely noted versus Christian Ponder. You know, pick six Ponder or whatever we want to call him. was <laughs> getting us murdered out there, wasn't
0: he? Oh my goodness. You know that Michael Vick type of thing brings back memories of Donovan McNabb throwing it at uh, Bernard Barryon's feet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I'm wondering could 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 happen again. To be honest, wouldn't surprise me. And jetting to be the next Barian, I guess, like
0: get him out of here. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. No. How do you feel about Everson Griffin being our new right end?
1: Boy, that's a it's. I like it a lot in one way, but. The one thing that scares me a teeny bit, last year, just his production, it really dropped off. I'm wondering what the deal was with that, to be honest. Just he wasn't really... I barely saw him like the whole year. In, in stretches, he'd look good, but the, the year before, it's like, oh yeah, he's definitely the heir apparent. Um, yeah. But last year, the, the, the drop-off is a little bit frightening. Though.
0: Well, I don't think he got as many snaps last year. I didn't look up mm-hmm. any of the statistics, but... You know, he was saying on uh, PA's show that he was being moved from every which position, too. You know, he was even put at nose for a few of those snaps. So that's, you know, that'd be pretty um, mentally tolling, too.
1: Yeah, that's way, way off from from what he's supposed to be, a pass rushing end like that. Um, To be a nose, yeah, a nose tackle, that's crazy. So,
0: yeah, I know, and uh, I think it's the London game. you actually seen him line up left of Allen, which is kind of weird to see. Huh. You know, that's a defensive tackle spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, I put him in
0: DT. Yeah, where well, you think he's a little undersized for that.
1: He's well under 300 pounds, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but we definitely got somebody for that spot now.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the new one. What's his name again? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I really <laughs> like that. What's that?
0: a so Linville Joseph.
1: Yeah, sorry, I didn't want to step on your toes there. Yeah, Linville Joseph. That's a. What do you think of this one?
0: He's a beast. I was looking at some of that, uh, the tape and his awareness of where he needs to be is just so spot on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really going to be a nice run stopper for us. Really, the. As they like say, this is a cliche, obviously, in the media right now, but, uh, well, he's the first, first literal, uh, Real pass, excuse me, what am I talking about? Run stopper to plug the hole since Pat Williams, fat Pat Williams. Definitely a welcome aboard, welcome member to the defensive line, that's for sure.
0: What do you think of Minnesota going after Kevin Williams again?
1: Ooh, Kevin Williams, yeah. Uh, it's like, who again? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, the last several years it seemed like it just he just got quieter and quieter until he had that big response after he... Finally questioned yeah. the coaching staff last year. Remember that? That was something. And then he had yes, that, I
0: do.
1: Yeah, and he had that awesome game. And then that was pretty much his sack total the rest of the year, <laughs> the year after that. But um, I wouldn't be too upset if we were able to bring him back at a decent price. Um, would you like to have him back?
0: Uh, you know, it kind of confuses me, too, that we're going after him. I mean, like, we have Linville Joseph. Sharif Floyd, and after that, like, is it going to be a rotational type of thing, too, that is going to make our players unhappy?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a logjam, I think. That's the one thing. Some players aren't going to get a lot of playing time if Kevin Williams is brought back. That could be an issue where you don't necessarily want to have have a whole chemistry issue, uh, Sharif Floyd, I'd like to see him continue to get more and more time out there. In fact, some people, I believe it was Carl O'Neill, think Sharif Floyd's not ready to start. Uh, that's. I guess that's kind of a wait-and-see type of thing. Would, would you like to see Sharif Floyd starting?
0: I would love to see Sharif Floyd starting to mm-hmm. the only sheer fact of the only way we're going to know how good he is is if he plays.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. He's going to have to get playing time. He's going to have to get those reps. Uh, lots of lots of hype coming out of college and then slipped down to Minnesota at 23 last year. That was like, oh, oh, okay. I, you know, you know how you're, you have like your, quote unquote, draft board, so to speak, coming in. You know, like your little mental draft board. Maybe if if you don't write yep. them down, like who you think will probably be there. And it just blew my. I was like, oh, 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 what? I didn't even know he was there. You know, I wasn't even. It just blew my mind. So. Sometimes guys slip for a reason and sometimes they're just uh I don't know. Sometimes people pass up on the wrong guy. Hope hopefully that's the case this time around.
0: I definitely think it will be to a sheer fact of back even looking at his college day tape.
1: Mm-hmm. He has
0: good awareness, like I said, of the gap control type of issue to where we've had, you know, defensive tackles in the past who have not been in the right gaps nearly at the right time. So mm hmm. Yeah, he's been I think it's just a matter of him catching up to speed.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good take right there. Um <clears throat> Yeah, he just needs to catch up to speed. That's what's really going to make the difference I think with uh with him and Everson Griffin a bit too to to an extent. I think he's more caught up obviously at this point but um than Sharif, but it, it, if he does, here we go. We we may have something going on here and of course, obviously you have you have the run stopper to help out. People are going to have to double him at times because of his size and his ability. All of a sudden, that's going to free up people. Maybe Everson Griffin, maybe Sharif, maybe Mr. Mister Speed, Brian Robinson. So that would be terrific. I was set, uh nine sacks last year. So
0: I'm very happy yeah, about that.
1: hmm
0: And I've got one thing to say. <clears throat> For all the Allen fans like myself mm-hmm. who are sad to see him leave, Mm-hmm remember how we thought how our team was ruined when Ray Edwards left and Brian Robinson came in and you're like who yeah everything's gonna be fine mm-hmm yeah uh, even if everson Griffin doesn't work out we will swap somebody right into there a defense or a right end is not a hard position to find
1: they're out there believe it or not yeah I'm it can happen and when I mean that's a good take too right there with Brian Robinson look look how he <laughs> Look how he filled that void. He's he's been fantastic. Definitely wasn't this huge name coming out of college, and and you read my mind. I was about to kind of jump into Jared Allen too at the same time. Uh, great minds think alike, right? Oh God, yeah. But yeah, we're yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll miss him to an extent, but it's just one of those things where you know it's time. So I'm not let it, you know. I'm not too upset in ter- in in those terms where you kind of know it's time. Regardless, it's just going to happen. It is what it is. Which may be the same situation as Kevin Williams, though I'm sure some some out there will disagree. Some agree, disagree. It's just kind of one of those things where you just take a side, I guess, on Kevin Williams at this point. I'm kind of conditioned to the fact that he's leaving. That's just how I feel at this point. But Plus, you need playing time for the Sharifs. You need Sharif out there. Oh, I'd actually like to see that. Um, like, where do we go from here? There's some more signings. Uh, Cornerback. Since uh, well, we did sign one linebacker. Yeah, I hope he's uh, even slightly. I'm I'm sure he'll be better than Aaron Aaron Henderson anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah. A door, the sliding glass door is better than Aaron Henderson.
1: Oh my! Was he really? Were, were they really serious putting him at middle linebacker?
0: I I, I think we're desperate.
1: Hmm.
0: I think the position that we're taking now too as we're obviously showing that we're going to be a, uh four, three defense again,
1: could, is yeah.
0: mm-hmm. with bringing Jasper Brinkley in is we're going to give Adi Cole the shot. It, it's pretty apparent because we're mm-hmm. not signing some big name guy mm-hmm. at middle linebacker. We're signing somebody who has been in the same position as uh, in Adi Cole or Mike Mottie. Mm-hmm. And they're going all three of those guys are going to fight it out during the preseason, which is going to make it exciting.
1: I think it will. Yeah. I, that could be. It'd be nice to see it happen. I, I Adi Cole. Remember, they actually cut him last year, and then he came back right away and was really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty That's crazy. It's funny how that works.
1: Isn't that crazy? It's like, oh, sorry about yeah, didn't that. didn't he
0: cut his hair at that same time too?
1: I think so. So he was kind of like the anti-Samson, where some people at work we, we kind of had a chuckle about it that Jared Allen is Samson because he <laughs> he was so good with his long hair, and he cut his hair, and his production dropped off. A bit. Oh, yeah. Just like Samson. So, this guy's the opposite. So, we'll just call him uh, San... Okay, I can't even go. <laughs> Samson. Um, um, I can't even do it. I'll I'll screw it up. Do you
0: hear Allen's threatening to leave the league if he doesn't get an offer good enough to his liking?
1: Yep. It sounds like Antoine Winfield syndrome. Like, ah, oh, I'm out of here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I hate when players do this kind of stuff. It's, it's sad. Uh, he would fit in so well with San Francisco, New England, Denver. I mean, there's so many good teams. Seattle. He almost went there, so
0: uh, via trade, of Let's course. What's hope not? I mean, it'll truly really be Vikings Northwest again.
1: Yeah, it would be absolutely Vikings Northwest. I mean, it goes all the way back to Warren Moon going there. So the the whole the whole list. Heck, it might even be earlier than that. But that's as far back as I can remember. '97. Yep. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Seattle, Seattle Vikings. I thought it was going to happen last year, and I would have totally figured, and well, he would have got his ring. Maybe he would have just retired if he wanted to. But I think thirty-one's too young to retire, personally.
0: Well, you never know, Richard Mendenhall of the 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 great uh, Steelers of how much you love them. Ugh, Ugh. <laughs> He retired last year after like only four or five years in the league.
1: Isn't that crazy? I I couldn't believe it. Like what? You it's your money and walk, I guess. Yeah, it just blows my mind sometimes the way some of these guys just walk away. Excuse me, I'm going to die of coughing here. Mm. Yeah, seems like that's all I do is cough on this show. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I think the Vikings do that sometimes. So, cornerbacks. Shield signs with the, well, re-signs with his Packers. The Vikings were after Werner. Uh, everybody in town wanted Altron Werner. And, of course, as we t- said earlier, he's a buck, which... Kinda of was upsetting a little bit. And like I just said earlier too, you seem to get burned a lot. So now it's time for the captain to come in. Yes, the captain. Yes, Captain Munerlin of the Carolina Panthers has signed a, now a three year deal. They tried to get five, tried to get four, and if they've agreed on a three year deal for Captain Munnerlin. You like
0: it? I'm in love with the deal, just to mm-hmm. the sheer fact of when we look at who we love as in Chris Cook. And then we look yeah. at Captain Munerlin.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
0: looking at a guy whose last of his four interceptions have all went back to the house. You're looking yeah. at a guy who's not only a corner, but he's a solid punt returner for when we don't want Marcus Sherrill's back there or mm-hmm. Cordero Patterson.
1: Mhm. He's a pretty good, yeah, he's pretty nifty. Mhm.
0: I don't see a lot of tape of him getting burnt a lot either. He's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, I like I like it too. This could end up this could end up being one of those uh, great moves that the Vikings make. They haven't made a lot all the time, as yeah. we know. But uh, hey, we well we got a cornerback to go with to go with Xavier Rhodes. That's what I like about all this. Now we have now we have a, a guy who can actually you know who, we actually are set at both positions at least for a little while provided things work out the way they're supposed to. I mean, we all know how that can change overnight as well at times where the old oh, sophomore yeah. slump or whatever it is that happens way too much. He was a seventh-round pick by the Panthers, so that's one of those picks that worked out really nice.
0: Oh, yeah, and, I mean, like, it makes you look at the draft, too, and think of how silly it is sometimes. You're like, okay, draft, you know, number one, two picks, that's awesome. But we look mm-hmm. at, you know, people like – uh uh, what's his name? Captain Marlin over there. And he was a seventh-round pick, you know? Yeah. It's like, yep. come on, guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can't even get a cornerback in the second round around here. I mean, if it's not a first-round pick, with like uh, Xavier Rhodes, he's the only first-round cornerback we've taken in uh, X amount of years. We can't even get a good guy in the second round. I mean, uh, Asher Allens and such, those have been bust, bust, bust over and over and over again, Um, especially over the course of the last 10 years or so. I mean, that's all we've been getting. Was it Eric Kelly? I think Cedric Griffin was a good one when he traded up. He was good until he started getting hurt, right? Yep. And then down the toilet he went after he got hurt.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and as you mentioned, Captain Munderland, he's got five pick-sixes in his career out of, you know, seven touchdowns he's – or, excuse me, interceptions he's had. Pretty crazy.
0: It makes me optimistic to think that he can actually bring one back to the house to where Cook has never had an interception before.
1: Yeah, I mean, barely even a pass deflection for crying out loud. <laughs> Much less, an inter. yeah, I mean, interceptions, he doesn't force fumbles. He's, he's, he has not forced a single turnover in his whole career. Or, yeah, Munderland, obviously he's a super athlete, so here we go. Rock and roll. Only five foot eight, so yeah, kind of like a Marcus Sherels, but a much better version, we'll say. Uh, <laughs> yeah he will be turning twenty six on April tenth. So yeah, nice, nice career ahead of him still, as as well. Got to like that.
0: Yeah, what I like it too is he's six years into the league or something like that. So he's got yeah. that speed under his belt. And he's got mm-hmm. the game flow already. So it's not a much of a learning curve.
1: Yeah, he's, he's he's already been there and done that and then got to say that Carolina Panthers defense last year was pretty damn impressive. Hmm. Oh yeah. I I liked it a lot. I mean, the way they just well, they completely stifled us, that's for sure. Made Matt Castle well, the coaches stupidly bench him after that game, which a lot of us don't understand, and they just went on a win streak that lasted pretty much the rest of the year until they got to San Francisco crazy or excuse me hosted San Francisco that's correct San Francisco did not even win their division last year if you can believe that but whew, they maybe they, they held San Francisco at bay for a while until the Niners kind of just wrapped things up
0: yeah i i'm definitely uh definitely on board with this captain captain Munderland situation though out of everything you know it's yeah, nice it, it's nice to have somebody come from such a good defense too, at that same time that we're not spending all this money on. You know, that's one of the big things when I look yeah. at a Vikings free agency is, like, can we sign people that are actually halfway good that are worth money but without mm-hmm. overspending on money?
1: Yeah, that's a big, big, big deal. You know, and we have a ton of cap space, but you want to be able to get more than one or two guys. Like, back in the day, we would sign a guy to a trillion bucks. Sometimes it worked out. Like I mean, Anton Winfield, it wasn't a trillion, but it was a lot. Fred Smoot. Oh my God. Oh, they basically signed Cedric, you know, Cedric Griffin and that one, or no, Chris Cook will say he was terrible for even more than Antoine Williams or one of my Antoine Winfield, pardon me. Got Williams on the mind now. Um. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously it was a bust. We weren't able to sign anybody else that year. So yeah, like you said, great move there in that, in that sense. Apparently, run the verge of signing another cornerback. Though, what is that? Heck? That was that's a uh, Cox out of San Diego. Duh, uh, excuse me, Derek Cox.
0: Hey, San crazy. Diego had a good defense. They brought into to the playoffs.
1: <clears throat> they yeah they've been they've been impressive. They're one of those sneaker te- sneaky teams. In fact, actually, the Vikings. Yeah, Derek Cox. It's it's pretty crazy. I guess yep. Already is already has been signed. What the heck? That was quick. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, had a lot of interceptions in his career. He had four interceptions in 2009, four interceptions in 2010, four interceptions in 2012. Wow. And then, yeah, isn't that nuts? Wasn't that one last year, none of them to the house, but still. Wow, that's a lot of interceptions. He's got 13 in his career since 2009.
0: See, now this makes me perfectly optimistic to the future. So, our cornerback situation is one uh, captain. Two mm-hmm. Xavier Rhodes or no one Rhodes, two Cox or Cooks, whatever his name is, and then three Cox, captain yep. because of his size. Mm-hmm. That's perfect cool. because it's usually the slack guy who will ever bring one back to the house because they're trying to do that uh, sneaky deep underneath thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm pumped. I don't know about you
1: yeah I am these are some these are some nice moves it's like i mean obviously you n- never know like they don't necessarily always work out, but these guys are serious upgrades over that garbage we had at defense last year absolute garbage and of course that when the head coach is supposed to be a defensive specialist defensive coordinator and all that, and the defense is about as bad as you've ever seen, yeah the coach is fired <laughs> i mean that was like that was like uh you know like I would saying, the Leslie Frazier was fired when we lost to the Cleveland Browns. Like, I, I mean, I, I knew it right then. There was no coming back from that.
0: I was at that game.
1: Oh, my God. Wow. Huh.
0: So you yeah, saw when that? Yeah, did those two fakes on us.
1: Yeah. Double faked.
0: I think that was uh. the only time I've heard the Metrodome to where you could have crickets in it.
1: Mm hmm. Wait, wait, the Metrodome, don't you mean that, that pile of rubble over there with a the little dirt remaining and there's one section left. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, about goodness. that that that's about what that game was too. It was basically like you take a picture of the Metrodome today and you <laughs> show people what it looks like. That's basically what it felt like at that point in time, that Cleveland game. It's like this this thing's done.
0: Mm. We knew our season was done.
1: Oh yeah, totally. We did. We we definitely did know it. Um, this this Cox guy too. He's six foot one, by the way. So he's a he's a bigger one too. Um, where, yeah, Captain is only five eight, I believe. That's the crazy part. But oh, why? That's okay because obviously you have uh, Xavier's really big, and Captain is a good player regardless if he's tall or short. Just like Antoine Winfield, gotta like what's going on there. We bounce and bounce and bounce. But actually, we're not really bouncing. We're all on one subject, and that's called the free agency. Um, it's like, who else did we sign? Yeah. Oh, we did sign Marcus Sherrills. So I, I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like it. You know, he's, he's solid. I mean, he's kind of saved the day at times last year when guys
0: are getting hurt. It's like, well, this guy's better anyway.
1: (laughs) Wasn't it like that?
0: Want to know what's funny about that? Mm -hmm. I was sitting next to a whole bunch of Cleveland Browns fans during that game. Mm -hmm. And they were like, the only cornerback who's actually playing is number 35. I go, yeah, a former Golden Gopher.
1: Yeah, a Gopher. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yep. Yeah, he's supposed to be cut like five or six times over, right?
1: Yeah, he was basically, yeah, I mean, I think the first time around, I remember kind of cheering for him, like, you know, he's not bad. I I kept watching him in those preseason games his first time around. (laughs) He did get cut, but signed to the practice squad the first time, and then he made it the next year, and he's kind of stuck ever since. Not I bad. think it's
0: got something to do with the U of M. I really do. You think so? No, mm-hmm. but he is a solid returner. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: been it's been good, you know, and and his his coverage is good enough to be in the NFL too. That that's what I like. Where I think some of the guys
0: we've been getting rid of lately,
1: not quite, not quite. No. Mm.
0: He's good enough to make ESPN's blooper reel for everybody who's on the return team.
1: Yeah, that's 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 for sure, too. And at times I call him a fair catch, Sheryls, but it seems like whenever he does get enough freedom to not have to fair catch it, he's a, he's a threat. Definitely. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So uh, anything else you'd like to add to free agency before we move on?
0: Yeah, cut ponder.
1: Yes, <laughs> cut or trade—that would be nice. Something, anything—just, just get him out of here. We don't want to even—we don't even want to hear the words. Christian Ponder gives us the best chance to win next, next uh, this, this upcoming week.
0: I don't care if we have a three million dollar cap penalty against that. We just wasted two point five on uh, Josh Freeman last year. We can cut him, guys. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh Freeman. Oh my God. Yep. Where will he end up? Uh, I, I think he's Tampa. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be something? You know, that wouldn't surprise me. As sick as that sounds, that wouldn't surprise me actually. It really wouldn't. You know, obviously it's a different coach now, and oh, that would be funny.
0: No, I think <laughs> the only reason Leslie Frazier got that job is because he was a former Bear.
1: Yeah, under Lovey, you can go work with uh go work with a former Bear coach with Lovey Smith. And, of course, the, they, they both, like, swear by the Tampa, too. And then, of all crazy things, it's Tampa Bay, too. So, it's just, it just gets, it's like a web of, like, jokes you could you could tack into that one, isn't it?
0: All I can hear is Tampa burnt.
1: I, I hope they go
0: 0-16. <laughs> is that okay to say? Is <laughs> um, that okay? I hope Green Bay goes
1: 0-16. Yeah, it'd be even better. It's like, who's this, who's this Rogers guy?
0: <laughs> that would be nice.
1: That would be that would be awesome. That really would be. So um, I think now, yeah, I changed the structure a little bit. At first, we were just gonna go stadium. You know, when we started introduction and then stadium and then break. But we'll we'll take a break now and then do some draft talk and then take a second break and then it will be the season wrap up with the fan interaction. So there you go. And I'll try to keep the fan interaction a little bit more brief than what's on fa- Facebook because it's a little it's a little much in, in, over the course of a month. And I do apologize; it's been a while. I haven't hadn't been feeling my best and all that. And then just this came up, that came up, all that type of deal. But back and ra- rocking and rolling with Sebastian. Yes, we'll be back right after this.
0: shop on Amazon. Did you know that you could support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportsstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Going
1: round like Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply download Purple Mafia on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, download the Double Twist app, and for Windows and BlackBerry phones, simply find us in the store. And now back to Paladino Joey. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. It is time to talk a little draft. The Minnesota Vikings, of course, do pick eighth overall. But now the million-dollar question is, who's going to be there? It keeps changing every single day. Of course it does. It, it, it always does when it's, the, when it's the NFL draft, though, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. I think the true main question with nowadays draft, since it changed so much, is who's going to trade up and who's going to trade down?
1: Yeah, because some, something's going to happen. It, it, it always does. Um, it's usually like a day before or something. There's some massive trade where somebody trades up to number two overall because just, they just want to marry Johnny Manziel or whoever it is.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing with that, too, is I believe St. Louis and Cleveland have two draft picks so mm-hmm. in the first round. Mm-hmm. I think. Don't quote me on that, ah. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's one of yeah. I mean, yeah, we could kind of filter through that here in a second. But overall, I mean, there have been time there have been mock drafts that have the Texans taking Johnny Manziel. For the longest time, it was Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater. Then it went all the way up to point. Oh no, it's Manziel now. And then Javon Clowney. Jeez, it's, it's all over the place. Now, Walter Football has Blake Bortles going number one overall to Houston. That's another quarterback out of Central Florida. Oh, I don't like to use those words, Central Florida. No, I don't know about all that. <laughs> kind of scares me. Um, Clowney, that's a guy I'm sure a lot of people would like to see slip to the Vikings, but probably not going to happen.
0: I've actually seen him on uh, a couple mock drafts on YouTube, slipping all the way down to Atlanta just because of his dedication to the game.
1: Hmm. So yeah, it's just kind of a back and forth type of thing. Yeah, it, it just kind of depends on, I guess, what their mood is, or what are people sending up like fake messages? Like, oh, I don't know if I want this guy. That who knows what's going to happen. This one has have him take uh, have him going number two to Atlanta. Um, Khalil Mack is a guy that some some drafts had uh, Vikings taking. This one has him going to the Jags third overall. I don't know. Are they really going to be passing on quarterbacks though? Atlanta, of course, is going to pass on the quarterback, but I got to think Houston most likely will take one, like nine out of okay, ten out of ten chance. Whoever- they do
0: got TJ Yates though that they're working on. Really? Hmm. I think so.
1: I kind of like him. Do you like him?
0: I think he's solid. i mean, like, I yeah. don't think he's been able to prove himself yet. Mm-hmm. But with given the chance, I'm mean, like. Look at Aaron Rodgers. He had to sit behind Brett Favre for a couple of years, just like Yates had to uh shove. Mm-hmm. And it took Rodgers about a year. Yeah.
1: His first yeah, his first year he was a little bit little bit wild. Still good though. You could see the talent was there. But yeah, remember how bad the Packers sucked? And yeah, I love that. In two thousand eight. I love that year. Yeah. And then two thousand nine, oh, great. Here we go again. Oh, no, please not another super quarterback in Green Bay. We put up with it for almost 20 years. Now we got it 20, 15 more years, whatever it is.
0: Hey, but uh, we did beat them both times that year.
1: Wasn't that awesome? Oh, I still remember doing those shows. When, I when still I... remember listening. Oh, oh, do you? Are oh, you yeah. listening back in oh nine.
0: I was listening before that. I got listening huh. uh, just before that, the off-season before that.
1: Wow, that's cool. I didn't know. Wow, okay.
0: So I've we... been listening for... Almost five years.
1: Wow, I didn't realize that. I kept thinking it was right around that—that that 2010, huh? So you were around during the during the good year, the very good year. Hmm. Yeah. Well. So we are uh, bouncing a bit here. Yeah. It's man. I mean, yeah. I still remember that one though when we beat him in Green Bay. Sorry, that was such a emotional night for me. Um. This one has Sammy Watkins from going to Cleveland, wide receiver, but and then they have the Vikings. And Winding up with Johnny Manziel, number eight. Bridgewater, number seven to Tampa. So, uh, who knows what Tampa's going to do. Tampa Bay, I have no idea what they're going to do.
0: I think they're going defense. I mean, to get this out of the way, I think mm-hmm. Raider Nation, mm-hmm. the only pick that would only make sense in the history of Everness is if they go with Sammy Watkins, a speed guy.
1: With it's- with Tampa?
0: Uh, I went to, straight to Oakland
1: first. Oh, I went me, to Oakland
0: first, me. and now mm-hmm. I'm going to hit Tampa. Mm-hmm. Sorry about Sammy that. Sammy Watkins is going to go to Oakland just because he's a speed guy. Mm-hmm. Thus, Sang is going to open up a defensive spot for a free safety over there for Tampa Bay or a corner to look at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think ha-ha Clinton Dix is going to go higher than most people think, to be honest with you.
1: Mm, that would be, that would be interesting. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, yeah, that is the funniest name ever, by the way. Just, <laughs> yeah, this one has him going all the way down 14 to the Bears. Yeah, this, that kind of stuff does happen a lot, though, doesn't it? Where all of a sudden, boom, this, there you go. It's like, Vikings. oh, you know, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we could use it. We could use another safety because we have one, we have one, and then the other position is kind of a band-aid. Uh, Sam, right. Sam, yeah, Sanford looked good at times, but uh, I don't know. Are you sold on him for much of a future at all?
0: Well, your the thing is he mm-hmm. can force fumbles, but that's yeah. about it.
1: Yeah, it's like I mean, it's, it's more than uh, Madeo Williams ever did, but still, yeah, I mean, yeah, I and, and I used to say all he ever did was hit people hard, and that's about it, and break uh, EJ Henderson's femur. That was fun. <laughs> hard, hard I of me for that. that game. Yeah, that was a that was a bad game. Oh, that was bad. Mm. We got roasted in '09
0: when a... we had such a good season too.
1: Yeah, but that was that that was the, the the hiccup game. Even a lot of good teams have those. Uh boy, who who are the Vikings going to get at, at eight? It's, would Would you take Teddy Bridgewater? We'll say I'll I'll ask her early, early on. Would you take him if he was there?
0: Nope, I will not take any quarterback within the first round. In my oh. opinion, they're too mm-hmm. overrated. Mm-hmm. I will wait until the second round, take a defensive player like a Coleo Mac, uh clowny or mm-hmm. a haha Clinton Dix type of person.
1: I think that a We've be obviously
0: five, solidified yeah. our cornerback spot, so
1: at least for the time being. Yeah, with with Castle, yeah. And then you put eventually hopefully we can find I mean the that's the sad part. It's like you hope that we can be the team that gets lucky in the second round. Like obviously it's happened in San Francisco, it's happened in Seattle. Um it happened in, in uh New England many Seattle years was ago. Mm, what's that?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he
1: was. Yeah, that's true, pardon me. <laughs> yeah, pardon me. Yeah, but I mean still, you know, like in the later rounds where obviously Brady's sixth round, you know, so Oh, uh, that's the crappy part. It's like you have to kinda of count on luck, I guess. And obviously
0: Aaron this... Rodgers was a second round.
1: Oh, he went twenty fourth actually, didn't he? Yeah, twenty fourth in the first.
0: Oh, he was first?
1: Yeah, yep. Oh. Breeze was the first pick in the second round, if I remember correctly, to San Diego, yep. Yeah. So once God, in a while. That
0: was ago. But... Oh, what's that? Said so that was forever ago now.
1: Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I still remember him tearing up the Gophers when he was a Purdue Bo- Boiler Uh And I kept thinking, oh, man, wouldn't that be cool if we had a guy like that? And, of course not. <laughs> remember, we took Michael Bennett that year. Oh, goody. <laughs> that was, yeah, what a... Oh, my goodness. He was good for one year. One. And then he was just useless after that. And no, we're not talking about the Seattle defensive lineman out there, guys. No, I'm,
0: <laughs> I had to make that. No, we're reference. talking about a very fast running back who mm-hmm. ultimately disappeared after some time.
1: Mm-hmm. He, he he couldn't. He basically was useless in, in any type of contact. He just flop on the ground. Good old times. Uh, do you like Justin Gilbert? I might as well ask. But then again, I suppose we're set at cornerback, so maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, Mosley, possibly a linebacker. They have him going to the uh, Tennessee Titans. All kinds of guys like this. I would like to see... mm -hmm. Go ahead.
0: I would love to see us get more linebacker depth. I mean, like, yes, yes, we have Gerald Hodges. We have Adi Cole. Mm -hmm. We have Chad Greenway, as a lot of people like and a lot of people dislike, to where you and I are on the fence. He's not an all-star, but he can do the job if need be sometimes.
1: Yeah, just not somebody you want to count on, yeah. Like you yeah, know what Larry I
0: mean? yeah, Larry Dean like, just got
1: guy. resigned. Yep, yep. Larry Dean's been resigned. He's got a. He's mostly a special teams guy, but he can fill in at times. Gerald Hodges seems to be the guy that seems to be getting lost in the mix at times. They're like, where is he? he? He's on special teams, but you never see him out there in actual real snaps. Yeah, and
0: like. Against his own benefit too like uh, Desmond Bishop took his spot right before the preseason began, so
1: mm-hmm. right before yeah, yep, and then boy that guy jeez and then and then he had an ACL like almost right away, and that was really <laughs> that was disheartening because he was just starting to get really good finally it, it took him a while to get going, but once he did, I liked that, yeah. Bishop and then bam ACL' it's like, oh my God story of his career. Yeah, after all that really deep uh, tear in his hamstring, Mm-mm. good times indeed. And yeah, we will talk more draft in the next episode too. I'll I'll mention because uh, I, mean, I haven't gotten too deep into it. Like you're 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 further in than I am at this point in time. I'll admit right. openly. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's like because the free agency has just been a whirlwind. So I've been kind of stuck on that mostly, and of course the season wrap up and all that good stuff. So. Um, I would be really thrilled, though, if one of those top defensive players did slip to the Minnesota Vikings, that being Khalil Mack or, of course, Clowney. The odds of it happening kind of slim, but you never know. With this with this league, you never know. Pe- people will get quarterback happy, and they'll take the next Blaine Gabbert to uh, Jake Locker and Christian Ponder, hopefully.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? It could be that way, oh, yeah. The thing about The draft, too, is I'm mean, like, we've got all these mock drafts going into it, too. Mm-hmm. but we never truly know until that day of and the yeah. the weird part with all of this too is yes free agency is happening today and look at the Vikings we thought i personally thought we we're going to go into the draft and try to get a cornerback yeah. Well, we just went out and signed two of them being today
1: mm-hmm. today yep
0: you know? so this pretty much just ultimately changes the whole feel of a mock draft even you know, to even like the Texans or the Browns, it changes priorities.
1: Yeah, it's completely different now. It just put the hammer on the uh, on the cornerback position, if people like it or not. If you're hoping for the draft pick, it doesn't look like that's where we're headed. Um very, very, very unlikely, actually. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you have three now, three, three like we'll call them sure things: Xavier Rhodes, Cox, and of course the captain. Captain Morgan. No, I'm just kidding. The the captain. So that's three right there. Now it just becomes which one's the nickel, I suppose. And probably, I, I don't know. I guess we'll get into that later. But I'll guess Cox. But then again, he's actually kind of a big guy. So uh, <laughs> I don't think they put captain there. So we'll, we'll see. Um, it does change the whole focus, yes. So it looks like maybe another defensive end, maybe a linebacker. Anything could
0: happen yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see us take a linebacker, like I said, just for yeah. pure depth reasons, too, mm-hmm. because when we look at this free agency, we haven't made a big splash on the linebacker spot.
1: Yeah, I think that's the weak, weakest spot right now on the roster, to be honest with you. Wouldn't you And say the it? last six years. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, with, with like a few rare exceptions, yeah, it's been pretty bad. Um, E.J. Henderson just died. Like, after he... After he came back from that injury, he was—he just wasn't the same again. Aaron, yeah, well, he was okay at times <laughs> as an outside linebacker, but not inside. No way, no how. Sorry,
0: I think we need a redefinition of de- okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was—he was slightly below average. There we go. I'll just be too nice about that. No, he was—he was, yeah, he wasn't that good. But and and but as a as a middle linebacker though, he was as bad as it gets.
0: He was overall crap in a bottle.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Mm. He was like a Christian ponder for the defense.
1: (laughs) Last year for sure. And yeah, overall you could say the same thing, huh? Even, even, Even when he was an outside guy?
0: He was horrible outside. Why the hell did we ever put him in middle?
1: Yeah, that was really dumb. It just tells you they just did not focused on linebackers at all. They figured, oh, well, we got the best defensive line in the world, and, you know, they probably hoped that uh, Winfield was going to come back or that Xavier Rhodes was – well, they probably didn't hope that, but they probably hoped that Xavier Rhodes was going to be a stud and, and this Chris Cook guy was going to finally uh, learn how to play football. Apparently not. <laughs> mm, apparently not, right? Like, like, that, was, that was a strike one, strike two, strike three. What the heck? Yeah, he- I –
0: I can't even tell you that that situation last year. Like, I have said this, you know, multiple times. I'm grateful to the year that we just had mm-hmm. because yeah. it made everybody in the front office like Rick Spielman go, oh, crap, I'm going to lose my job if I don't change stuff around here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and it, it woke things up. I mean, yeah, I'm going to admit I was thrilled to see Ponder, like, fail in that Cleveland game. I was thrilled, like, Yes, they finally are gonna wake up and take him out. Permanently take him out. Instead of be trapped in this uh you know span of mediocrity. Uh me and Marcus get accused of being negative too negative all the time on Timberwolves explosion. Because of because of stuff like that. But it's like, no, you gotta look at the big picture. I don't like being trapped in mediocrity because that is purgatory if you're a sports fan. I mean you oh, just yeah. yeah, just have that one really bad year. Then see the whole thing is it's like uh, what what's that movie again? Um, oh no, I'm blanking. The blue pill and the red pill. You need to take the pill uh, where you, yeah, you need to take the pill where you wake up, you know. And you don't want to be stuck in the pill where you're still asleep, you know, and just kind of conditioned to the mediocrity, you know, where, oh, ponder's the guy, ponder's the guy, you know, stuff like that. You you want yeah,
0: to? Mm-hmm. is officially not the guy. Yep, it's 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 all
1: over with with without a doubt. So now the million dollar. Can- hmm? Go ahead.
0: I know we were talking about the draft a little bit there. Yeah. In the first yep. round. I just want to touch on this for anybody who is thinking, well, what about the second round quickly? Yeah. yeah Here's yeah, where yeah, I'm ahead. coming from hmm? Torn ACL doesn't run a 440. Zach Mettenberger, who's back to almost 100%, he said, by the time the draft comes around.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Out of LSU, I think it's a perfect fit. He always ran a spread offense there. We can adjust our offense here to wherever he, however he wants to run it. Give the ball to Adrian Peterson 70% of the time. I see it as just pure, perfect. Then that way he can develop under Matt Castle. He can work with Peterson in practice, get the snaps that way too. And it's just a better situation than I could see him going to anywhere else or us having a different quarterback other than Derek Carr.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a name I've heard that he that he can be kind of a sleeper because of because of that injury. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you're able to you're able to get a guy and they do recover from from these type of situations. Uh yeah, good 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 year in uh LSU most recently, was it a three thousand yard season, twenty two touchdowns and all that? Um You have to get lucky, I mean, at, at, at this point because The top guys, you know, the old blue-chip bus term that I use on this show once in a while, usually around draft time. Yeah, I'm scared to death of that happening again. Um, 12th overall pick Christian Ponder. People called it a reach. Regardless if it was a reach or not, it ended up being a failed pick. We don't want to do that again. We really don't. And, of course, I don't think Rick Spielman does either because that will be the end of him. He makes a move like this and it works out. (laughs) Well, that's going to really secure his job, isn't it?
0: Spielman didn't make that pick, did he?
1: Uh, ponder. It's, yeah, it's like yes and no. Uh, they basically say he was the main guy pushing it. We'll say because yeah, no, he wasn't the full blown GM yet. No, you're you're correct there, but they say he was the main guy pushing it though. That's what yeah they, they say
0: that now that ponder sucks.
1: Yeah, that, <laughs> that could be, but um, that's what they were saying at the time too. Though I, I still remember at the time they were saying Spielman really was after him. At the yeah. even at the time then, and yeah, it's hearsay, so it's no guarantee. But that's what I that's what we've been told anyway. So I guess uh, we'll just have to take it as is, or hope for the best in that one, right? Yeah, second round. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you never know. Second round, that would be really cool if we were able to pick up the right quarterback. Last time we took a quarterback in the second round, though. Oh boy. <laughs> That guy was Tavares. I, I don't think we'll do that again though, and and I'm not going to blame Spielman for that one. I'm going to blame. Yeah. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. Go ahead. Talk about just getting out of Seattle too. He just got nice. cut by the Seahawks too.
1: I, yeah, and I think he just resigned too, which is really funny. He he just resigned for like a cheaper amount or something. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That son of a gun. One of those guys. He'll get a ring for throwing one pass in garbage time. Uh does
0: he, get a, does he get a legit ring for that, or is there, like, a backup ring?
1: Uh, I think it's all one and the same, <laughs>
0: unfortunately. How? This guy is... <laughs> he, like, ruined the Viking seasons.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, he was another one that I was hoping they weren't going to be conditioned to, you know, forever. You know, the, was it the blue pill, right? That's the one where they stay asleep? Yeah. Yep. I don't know why I'm forgetting the name of the movie. It's really kind of sad. Pretty big name, but... <laughs> Oh uh, well. Then again, this isn't movie phone though, is it? So, um, any final thoughts you have about the draft for the for the time being? Anyway, we'll go into the next episode about that one hardcore.
0: Yeah my uh, my main thing is first round defense,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. second
0: round either defense or quarterback backup mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Third round, I think we need to go out and go for defense, defense, defense. We're set. I think we mm-hmm. need to uh, draft one tight end for sure because we let go of Carlson, thank God.
1: Yeah, yep, yep.
0: That's Because another... he only cost us three games himself.
1: Oh, he pissed me off <laughs> big time. Yeah, the mistakes he makes were, were were really bad. And then, of course, then he gets the concussion again, immediately re-signed with Arizona. So, yeah, that's another brief part we could throw in about uh, – uh, free agency before we head into segment three, into the fan interaction. Um, yes, Carlson cut. Um, Latroy Guyon cut, and I'm kind of giving an ode to him because I... Was it back, was it episode two or three when he was drafted? Okay, episode two, yeah, he was drafted. And I, I don't know, just for some reason, I just felt a connection to him when I read what he was saying. He couldn't believe he was drafted and his hands were shaking and all that. I, I still remember that, which is crazy. We're talking... The beginning of Purple Mafia, April 2008. Um, Oh, man. You know, so I I just felt a connection to him. I I really liked what I read, and I saw how productive he was in limited time. And then Pat Williams leaves, and he kind of had to play out of position because he's kind of a Kevin Williams type of DT versus a Pat Williams type of DT and didn't play very well as a starter. And now he's been, unfortunately, he's been cut because he doesn't really fit in with what they're doing right now.
0: Um, then he also had yeah. a big, uh, he had a big salary. Uh, yeah. What do you want to call
1: it?
0: A big affection to the salary, like yeah, salary cap hit. Three million dollars when his contract was only six hundred and ten thousand or something. Like he had a big, big thing.
1: Uh, yeah, a big uh, cap hit, right? That's the word you're looking for.
0: Yeah, big cap hit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, money did come into the factor as well, like scheme and all that, and money came into the factor. So. Just want to wish him the best of luck. I, I just felt kind of bad. Um, Really liked him as a reserve. He was so good as a reserve. Just he would be so productive. He was like that in college as a reserve. And he got drafted and he was just shocked. He couldn't believe it. And then he seemed to be kind of like a productive backup. But then, of course, starter. Not the same. Out of his element. All that good stuff. And the other guy. Another sad story. Greg Childs. Yeah. The guy who had both of his knees rip. Uh, I forget. Uh, PCLs, right? I believe.
0: Uh, yes, I think they were PCLs. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the guy, too, just because
1: yeah. he
0: did spend only, like, two years here, and he was injured. Yep. And the only reason we can let him go now mm-hmm. is because he is off of the IR officially.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he did just let out a thing before his uh, his cut saying, you know, I'm going to come back. I'm going to be good for the Vikings and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we caught him, so it's kind of like, you know, he did yeah. come out with Jarius Wright in that retrospect. I know you love Jarius.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he came out with him. They were close friends and everything, too. Mm. Yeah, it, it's just, it. it it's a I, really sad story, isn't it?
0: it? It really is. I'm like, I feel bad for the guy. I wish him nothing but the best of luck.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: And I really hope he takes this league by storm. But he's a deep type of guy to where I just, at his height, and if he can't get back to the speed that he likes, I just don't see it working out. So I think it's a good move for the Vikings. I just feel bad.
1: Yeah, it's just a bummer. It's one of those things that kind of had to happen type of deal, right? Yeah. It's just one of those things, yeah.
0: Too too bad Ponder can't get hit by a car and then we have to cut him too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, and he's only luckily he's only uh, one, yeah, yeah. They were PCLs. I just wanted to make absolute dang sure. I I, I was relying on memory, um. Yeah, freak, uh, freak type of thing. Yet at the same time, I guess he's just you know unfortunately one of those kind of guys that does get hurt. Um, ponder under contract only one more year, so if he's a backup, that's it. I hope. <laughs> hope we're the best for that. So. If There's nothing else via the draft or anything. I had to throw that in at the end, (laughs) about the guy's getting cut. So we'll take a quick break, and we will jump into the fan interaction right after this. Contact us and support Purple Mafia by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. And it is time for the fan interaction and, of course, the 2013 season wrap-up. Even though this is State of the Vikings 2014, but you know how that works. We wrap up the previous year, even though it ended a while ago. (laughs) But we had to do all the playoffs and stuff. And a million things going on in free agency. And, yes, we have a draft coming up. Yeah, yeah. So I posted a question on the Facebook page. And you heard in the jingle how to get there along with the Twitter account and all that good stuff. We probably won't get to the Twitter today because it's just Facebook is flooded and Twitter has been kind of quiet. But I did ask the big question. Who is your 2013 Vikings player for MVP, biggest disappointment, and biggest surprise in a positive way? Then briefly say why. So we'll start with Brett McCarthy, who says Adrian Peterson MVP because he never gave up. Offense, in general, was disappointing, and Patterson and Cole were big surprises when they were used. Malcolm, out of California, saying MV MV Peterson, coaches were disappointing. So it's kind of like they kind of go with general stuff and disappointing, and I could kind of see that. Uh, He says, I agree with Brett on surprises, too. All in all, disappointing and surprising season. So basically, he agrees with Patterson and Cole being those guys. So yeah, only two people posted in there, but really appreciate that you guys did. Really appreciate it. So I suppose that kept it from being really crazy with like 19 or something. <laughs> so being this is a long show anyway with the free agency going a bleep, and I guess that's probably a sign people want to put 2013 in the rear view mirror. <sighs> so Sebastian, who is your MVP and all that good stuff?
0: My MVP... I will get to in a second. I'm going to start yeah. with my offensive or my main surprise. Yeah. yeah. And I'd have to go with Cordero Patterson out of Tennessee rookie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was a guy who we were very weary about and very unsure. He played one good college year. Yeah. And I remember even listening on the show, we were like, well, you know, one good year doesn't really mean anything and this is the pros and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But... When you bring back a kickoff return for 109 yards against the Green Bay Packers, yes. you've solidified yourself in my eyes.
1: <laughs> it's a hell of a start, isn't it? Hell of a way to start things. And against yeah, against that team, of course. Yep.
0: In a big and hole. then my biggest disappointment, I'd honestly have to say, would be Chris Cook, just because we expected more as a fan base out of him. I know I didn't, but... As yeah. a fan base, we'd like to see more. You know, we were expecting him to step up at least a little bit when he just laid down on his back and got injured. Mm-hmm. So that would be that. In my MVP would probably have to also go to Cordero Patterson just because Ooh, yeah. he was so versatile, too, as a wide receiver. We put him back there for punts. We put him back there for kickoff returns. He was... I feel like the guy, yes, Peterson, stepped up and played hard every single game. And so did Jared Allen. Jared Allen hasn't missed a game in forever, but Jared Allen's not on the team anymore, so I'm not going (laughs) to include him on this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I'd have to say, Cordero Patterson, thank you for such a great season, and I pray that next year will be better for you.
1: Uh, That's really good. Yeah, and I like how you approached it with you know you have to look at how the fan you know you know how the fan in the fan base in general would look at it yeah that, that that's a good way to approach this this type of uh you know this this whole type of poll or whatever you want to call a questionnaire um yeah that's a really good way of putting it good good points there um all yeah i'll i'll do it out of order too it's probably mvp should probably be last but i always list it first for whatever reason i've been doing that forever now uh We'll start with the biggest surprise. Yeah, it's it's Cordero Patterson and Adi Cole, without a doubt. I've really good good takes their Brett McCarthy. Um and of course Malcolm agreeing, and you as well. Uh Patterson, I had a good feeling about him, but of course, yeah, there's no guarantee. Um you were you were hoping we were getting a Cam Newton type of guy where, you know, and I'm not some obviously it's a different position, and but I'm just saying a Cam Newton type of result where, wow, one good year in college. Cross your fingers; it's kind of risky. And then, bam—he stay. He was good in the NFL, at least as a rookie, he was. <laughs> you know that that type of thing. Where some guys, they'll have one good year and then they just flame out right away. Patterson not gonna be that type of guy, from what we can tell, anyway. Probably not. Adi Cole, complete surprise. Even though he showed signs here and there in replay or in, in brief play and such, but overall, really, really. Stepped up immediately after being cut. That's pretty rare. So, huge surprise there. Uh, Disappointment. I have to go with... Well, that was a really good take on Chris Cook in terms of the fans. It's like... The way Ponder ended last season, it's like you'd want to give it to him. I'm getting a little echo, by the way. I don't know if... You're getting a... uh, uh, You there? Yep. Okay, yeah, I was getting. A, I'm getting a little echo, but just letting you know. But uh, pardon me. So, um, um Patterson, yeah. Uh, so really, yeah. Excuse me, Christian Ponder. I'm getting distracted from the echo there. Sorry about that. But yeah, now it's getting better. Sorry, um, Christian Ponder. A lot of us saw the way he was playing during the course of 2012. And we saw him, yeah, as he was on his way to not being a starting quarterback. I even listened to a really old episode of Pro Mafia from then where I was saying Christian Ponder is not a starting quarterback in this league. And it ended up being the case. So I probably shouldn't call him a disappointment the way things were heading and the fans were agreeing at that. Probably why the numbers weren't so hot on this show, even the whole damn season, even in preseason and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'll I'll go with you on Chris Cook in terms of A lot of people saw, hey, he's the veteran of the secondary now. He's the veteran. He's the guy, and and he's physical. He's keeping. He brings some tools to the cornerback position. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) right out of the gate, the whole damn year completely useless. No eye for the ball whatsoever. Can't knock. I mean, he could barely deflect a pass, much less force a turnover. And of course, he got just absolutely baked every single time the ball was thrown deep in his direction so yeah biggest disappointment I'm running long here, sorry MVP <laughs> it's like you know it's kind of like essentially you want to go with Peterson but yeah in a lot of ways Patterson kind of was the MVP wasn't he he, he kind of yeah. was the way he changed everything <laughs> he changed everything out there when he when he actually was getting used took half the season example, just like
0: the year ball. before huh it's like their example is that Baltimore game.
1: Yeah, it just blew up, didn't he? Changed oh, yeah. the whole game like multiple times in that one. Just an unbelievable player. So, yeah, I'll go with him because I think Peterson was slightly disappointing, actually. <gasps> Did I say that out loud? He was a little bit disappointing. I mean, and I know usually after a guy gets a 2,000 yard season, the next year's not even close, and it wasn't. Um,. So yeah, I'll I'll go with Cordell Patterson kind of in a sneaky way. And there really it was no clear cut MVP other than you gotta say you know, you could say Peterson in a way, but I thought he was slightly disappointing compared to what a lot of us hope for. Maybe a fifteen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns or a twelve or something, but didn't really happen that way. So before I run any longer, I will stop there. <laughs> yeah,
0: hey, a good running back means a good offensive line, and trust me, that offensive line made down like Josh Freeman against the Giants.
1: Yeah, that was something else, wasn't it? <laughs> oh my goodness! Josh Freeman against the Giants. I I don't know what he was throwing to. I think you. I think that stadium was haunted.
0: <laughs> seeing some ghosts so. out there.
1: Do you think so? Oh, maybe. I, I think it was haunted. Really, uh, something's going on. I, I think it was uh, maybe really old New York Giants players that played in like the twenties or something. <laughs> uh, Did
0: they switch locations though?
1: Yeah, that's the one thing. There must have been ghosts, though. There must have been ghosts in the building, though, somehow. They like, somehow got there. Maybe it's old uh, uh, New, uh, New Jersey ghosts. Maybe they weren't players. They're just ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. Do I've been going
0: crazy. Come here and throw the games.
1: That, too. Or just to – that's still – yeah, that's going to be a mystery for all time, other than I guess the take was he really didn't give a damn, and that was the whole problem, was late to everything – and that's obviously why uh, Shiano just said, get the hell out of here, though. and Unfortunately for him, he got showed the door as well as expected. Horrible season in Tampa, horrible season here. Josh Freeman, a year before, I was like,
0: oh, my God, wow.
1: You know, <laughs> he looks yeah. good. You know, remember when he came here and killed us?
0: Oh, he murdered us real good.
1: I, and I was like, oh, my God, could you imagine him as a Viking? And then he comes here and did absolutely nothing.
0: Mm-mm. Want to know what's funny? Yeah. The best quarterback we've had that's been semi consistent over the last, let's say, good seven, ten years? Mm hmm. Sage Rosenfels.
1: <laughs> yeah. He had some good. He, he, he was okay at times, wasn't he?
0: And, like, he was the most consistent. Like, we knew what to expect out of him every time he came out onto the field.
1: Mm hmm. He actually wasn't like, bad, was he? He wasn't great, but he yeah, wasn't. That
0: 99.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that to right? No, no. No, that was what am Bernard
0: am that,
1: that was way back. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me. That's way back. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah to Bernard Barry, and that was nice. I'm surprised he
0: didn't drop that one too.
1: Yep, Stonefingers Barry, and I don't think he was. I yeah. I mean, that guy was the, one of the biggest busts of all time as a. Uh, and I couldn't tell you just how pumped I was when we got him. That was, what, episode 5 of Purple Mafia. I was just, just, oh, I was pumped. Or no, that wasn't even Purple Mafia. That was Palladino Live. Wow, weird. Anyhow, <laughs> so, well, we, we we have a birthday wish here. His oh, name yeah. Is, Felix yeah. yeah, Felix Dippel. Yeah, Felix Dipple. I really hope we're pronouncing your name right. I'm guessing so. He was saying, uh, he was responding to the uh, thread where I said, Adrian thinks adding Michael Vick makes the Vikings a playoff team. Thoughts? And it generated a trillion things. So, well, we'll get to what we can here. Uh, Felix was saying, that's a bold statement. Maybe a change of scenery can help him. (laughs) He's one of my favorite non Vikings. And I bet he wouldn't do worse than Ponder. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Right now, Ponder is the only quarterback we have. Of course, this is before we signed Castle. Uh, He says, we need to get a veteran because I doubt. We will get a rookie that can turn us into a playoff team right away. By the way, my birthday is Sunday. That was just this past week here. Can I expect a new show by then? Fingers crossed. And uh, I do apologize. It's just, you know, we weren't able to get a show till today. So do apologize, Felix, and we do wish you a happy belated
0: birthday. Happy birthday, Felix.
1: Happy birthday indeed, and really do appreciate uh really do appreciate you. Um I believe he, he joined fairly recently, but I even, he was the he's the first person I've ever known to, to want every single episode of Purple Mafia. <laughs> That's like impossible unless I can get uh I can change something maybe on iTunes. I'll see what, what I can do with Dylan if we can uh, get more episodes available on iTunes because I know it only goes back twenty five episodes, which is not a whole lot. So yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know why you'd want every single episode, though, but I do appreciate it. Is my show that good, Felix? Is it? Is it? I don't know. I, I yeah, really... I think so. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. I, I sure wish Clear Channel did, but then again, they like that uh, that guy. I don't even know. If I... <laughs> they like that guy an awful lot. And yes, he's good, the play-by-play voice of the Vikings, but I think he's a better play-by-play voice than a host. <gasps> Uh-oh. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Okay, yeah, yeah, I did. That's part of radio, I guess. Anthony was saying, I don't know about that. Vic is on the decline. This is Anthony Batista, Anthony from LA. Remember that name? Yes, sir. He's been kind of in hiding lately. Uh, he, th- he thinks Vic is on the decline. I don't like it. I would, gi- I-, I would give up a second round pick for Kirk Cousins, though. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not all on board with Cousins, but uh, obviously, yeah, it's it's Castle now, so a lot of this. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of this is kind of uh, in the past now. But, um, yeah, I, I'm totally with him on Vic. Not sure about Cousins. I'm kind of, uh, I don't know.
0: Cousins was a third-round pick, though.
1: Yeah, so it's like, I don't know if his stock went up that much. Yeah, like we have to wow. go to the second round. But most of the people here not liking Vic too much. Um, Brent was saying, that's being Brent Jacobson out of Lakeville, saying, the Vic signing would be for the purpose of bridging the gap. Yep, until the rookie is ready to go. Yeah, yeah, not like a, the big thing like Far of Cunningham Moon and all that. Like in the past, um, he even put Jeff George in there, who was just a one year, very good band aid, but one year band aid. So, yeah, I mean, I would have seen Vic as a bridge rather than one of those win now type of guys. Though it did kind of seem like a classic Viking move, like we're always doing that crap. <laughs> That's what I didn't like. Yankee is that a
0: bridge that always collapses and like because he keeps fumbling the ball?
1: Which one? Oh, Vic. Vic. Yeah, that would have been a bad bridge. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thirty-five W,
1: right? Oh no! Too soon! Too soon! Okay, I'm sorry. Probably not too soon at this point, but oh, look at you! I know everybody, huh? So I'm not
0: in Minneapolis anymore. Oh. Oh,
1: yeah, that's a thing everybody always says, too soon, too soon about everything, but yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh man. Except for except for leaving.
1: Yeah, that's definitely not too soon. That's uh him him leaving him leaving yesterday is too soon, isn't it? There is no, is not too soon, excuse me. Would not be too soon there. I'm losing my mind. Yep, burning the midnight <laughs> oil again. Uh see, uh Yankee says and and yes, that's how you pronounce it, by the way. Yeah, I I uh, worked with them. Really, really good guy, by the way. In case he's listening, really good guy. Yeah, worked with him back in 2010 at Boston Scientific. Uh, he says, I just don't want another McNabb situation. But seeing how he does, I uh, but seeing how he does in, in in preseason first. So yeah, that was again with uh, Vic, but wanted to give a uh, Yankee a shout out there. Uh, Larry Carlson saying, why do we always get lame ducks? <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Mark Carlson before that was saying you can't unstink the quarterback position on this team without a quality player. Vic is a better choice than Ponder, but still so but still will rock. stink. Huh? He
0: said so is a rock.
1: Yeah, really. Yeah, he says he'll still stink, even though I love his style of play. I picture him getting hurt. Yeah, very true. Mark is saying again, it doesn't it doesn't get any cooler, Joey, than to have my dad. Aboard on the Purple Mafia show. Yes, sir. Yep. Now, that's Larry Carlson, the father of Mark Carlson. Mm-hmm. Now, we've had, yeah, there's been three generations of Carlson's on uh, that have been on Purple Mafia. Can you believe that?
0: Wow, oh, that is nuts.
1: Yeah, I got Larry, Mark, and Anthony. Very cool. Very cool. Very love. Very much appreciated. Uh, what's that?
0: I said, I think that's a gold star family.
1: Yes, it is. Yep, it is a gold star family indeed. They're they're going to be in the Purple Mafia Hall of Fame, just like Sebastian. Sebastian's got that first ballot Hall of Fame uh, ticket over there. <laughs> Chris Porter, yep, going back in the. Yeah, I mean Chris Porter. Yeah, I've known him since I started on the SportsStuff dot com. He's done a few shows on there in the past with hockey and such. He says I don't think he would last a whole year healthy, and I agree with that. And who's this one? Huh.
0: Is that true?
1: Yeah, he never he's actually never played sixteen games in a season. Did you know that? Not once. No way. Not once. Never, yep. So I mean just all those stats that you talk about, Michael Vick. So I'm I'm yeah, I don't I don't want him. It has nothing to do with the whole dog thing. I don't even I'm not even thinking that's, about that. That's that's behind. Yeah, talk about talk about not saying too soon with him, you know. It's yeah, it's like, eh, you know, it's it's way back in the past. Who's this crazy guy at the bottom here? Who's this guy? Hmm. Uh, you never is, know. Do you do you see who this guy is under Chris Porter? Oh yeah. <laughs> do you want to read it? Or speak? You can go ahead. <laughs> ah, this is probably the first time this has ever happened, but you were saying, this being Sebastian, yes, so saying I I think we can sign Vic. What can it truly hurt? Let him battle for the spot if he gets it um cool. If he doesn't, then we have a veteran quarterback backup everyone else talks about. Then draft a second-round quarterback and see how it works. Mack in the NFL draft. I mean, uh, Khalil Mack, right? Yep. Oh, there you go. That was uh, That's probably the first time we've ever done <laughs> Oh, no, no. I've done it with Vince Germano on the Showtime and T-Wolves show. That's another new one with Lakers and Timberwolves. Ooh, imagine that.
0: Talk about a team on the decline, L.A. Lakers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. If you're listening, Vince, yeah, and definitely he knows about that. He is all about the draft just like me and Marcus for the Timberwolves. Yeah, he is all about the draft. Luckily he's he's honest about it. Um people commenting about Castle resigning after all. Robin Solomon saying, How do you feel about this? Basically I feel comfortable. I didn't respond, which is kind of mean of me. That's kind of, <laughs> I, I I didn't mean to not respond. I kinda of wanted to just stay out of the way and let people, you know, go rather than have me jump in and change the conversation too much did but. you
0: at least like it
1: yes yep yeah i didn't even say that what the hell is wrong with me yeah There now you yep. Know. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm comfortable with it yes yeah but do you like it
0: uh i'm very comfortable with it too just the sheer fact of he has had one year under the system mm-hmm. or with purple and gold
1: yeah we are uh, right, he said and-
0: it's yeah, quote-unquote, under his quote to the referee last pre-se- uh, last year's preseason game, it's better than that red and mustard yellow. Oh,
1: yeah, that, yeah, that. I actually like those colors, which is kind of sad, because I liked the Atlanta Hawks back in the day, but okay, that's a goofy topic right there. <laughs> I believe it's
0: Farzine, who's the uh, host to the Chiefs. There's a little shout-out to you.
1: Yes, sir, there he is. Yep, and yeah, the Chiefs zone, Farzine in Hopefully he's listening. And he, uh let's see see, uh, Greg Prinkey saying good, so he liked it. Yep, I, I feel comfortable and happy with Castle signing. Now it's like, obviously, we know where we're headed. Probably not taking a quarterback in the first round, but if we do, we do, and give him a chance to develop. So, uh, Farzine Vasugian saying $63 million contract? Because <laughs> we know why let's he hope. said that.
0: Huh? So let's hope not.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we know why he said that, right? Oh yeah. Yep. His his club, the Kansas City Chiefs. For those of you who may be wondering, what's what's he talking about? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs inked Matt Castle to a sixty three million dollar contract after one good season in Kansas City, where it was actually a really good season in two thousand eight. They nearly missed the playoffs with an eleven and five record, and I've never seen that happen. <laughs> but um, talk about a good system there in New England. But uh, yeah, sixty three million dollars. It didn't work out too good in KC. Dave Hickey out of Iowa saying, wow, when did this news break? I think Castle will do good for us if we just stick with him. Even if he struggles in a game, it's not, I mean, excuse me, as long as it's not four or five games. and Yeah, I don't see Castle stringing together a bunch of crappy games. So, I, yeah, I agree with that uh, sentiment.
0: Vince? He's had too many touchdowns. Which one? He said he gets too many touchdowns on like, Christian Ponder.
1: Yeah, he gets a lot, a lot more than yeah, a lot more than Christian Potter, doesn't he?
0: Well, I think something we also have to look at too is it's this is Norv Turner's offense. This is mm-hmm. something completely different from Musgrave. To where Musgrave, we knew exactly what play yeah. they were going to run, even if we're forty-five rows up on the second deck of the Metrodome. You know, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. call out it's going to be a run to Adrian Peterson on second and five.
1: That yeah. is quite
0: obvious from anybody. To mm-hmm. where if it's second and five with Norv Turner, you don't know what the heck is going to happen next.
1: Yeah. I mean, talk talk about upgrades. Oh. We're, we're going from Windows 95 to Windows 8 right there. I mean, literally.
0: I think the only player worse oh. or any anybody worse that could do uh, as bad of a job would be Christian Ponder.
1: Really? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I mean, really, though. No, no, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, Phil Musgrave. My goodness. And what's funny is <laughs> this is the only team Bill Musgrave could actually look like the the better the better coordinator because Alan Williams was the worst coordinator in the NFL. Yeah, what in, happened In my opinion. That? In in my opinion. oh uh, I'll, I'll go ahead.
0: I so said what happened with that.
1: Boy, <sighs> It's beyond me. Lots of disconnect with the players. It's just—I mean, obviously that's a huge thing. They, the players had so little confidence in him that they would literally kind of call audibles on the field. And and I guess supposedly that even happened in 2012. How about that? When the defense actually looked good. So that's not good when your coordinator is so bad that they're like, "Yeah, we're not doing this." (laughs) Can you imagine? This is an NFL team, and that's that's the way things were carrying out on the field.
0: Yeah, well, it kind of felt like a high school game whenever you went. Yeah.
1: I mean, one one horrible mistake after another. Special teams coordinator, generally good, but he had that worst game I've ever seen, pretty much, against Cleveland. That's another topic. Obviously, that was a long show. Look up Double Fake out there. I think that, yeah, that's still available. It's not 25 episodes old. Double Fake. Probably my best episode of the whole year, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um... Lori saying WTF probably uh, yeah she uh, I'm guessing she probably thought 63 million but no that's not what happened um Jacob saying still still could sign Vic I don't want either quarterback as a starter but I would rather have Vic than Castle if I had to choose from the two hmm mm. wow <laughs> yeah I mean Oh, no, it's like we all have a right to an opinion, but I'm, yeah, I'm probably not on yeah. board with that one. Mm-hmm. Gary Kenny, we'll wrap up this one right here. Why on earth do they continue to shoot themselves in the foot? They keep ponder. My, my mind is blown, he says. Uh, then they take Castle back after he walked out thinking he was going to get more money someplace else, and then that didn't pan out. Who's the idiot running this sh- running the show in the main office over there?
0: Well, I think... You know, I think I commented not too far under that, too. I mean, Spielman's done a good job since he's gotten to be a full-in-charge general manager. Mm -hmm. You know, he's brought in a coaching staff who's looking dang good at this point within free agency. Mm -hmm. You know, something that the Vikings can honestly say we have not done since probably the early 2000-2004 era. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Spielman's not doing a bad job in – you know, I think it was Norv Turner who talked to Matt Castle and said, Hey, you're gonna be a building block to this. Mm-hmm. Please stay. You yeah. know. He was just sick of what Musgrave and Fraser were running and that's why he wanted to get the heck out. But I feel like when he got to talk to the new you know, the new um, the new coaches, he felt comfortable with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean that that change kind of had to be made. The the current coaching staff, if they were still here, at Castle had to be gone. I mean, it wasn't handled well at all. Though the million dollar question, a lot of people might say, is who really was responsible for Ponder going back in? Was it was it Fraser or was it Spielman? Some people think oh, it was Spielman, but,
0: was a bad choice.
1: Yeah, either way, it was a bad choice. Yep, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you were saying he was a good draft guy and such. So, yep, I agree with that. I didn't even click like yet because I'm just so out of the loop. Sorry about <laughs> so many comments on here. Um, Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker out of Vancouver, was saying uh, first of all, I like the signing, not love, but like. Also, of course, Castle avoided his deal as he knew he was worth more on the open market. Second, to address Gary Castle, played well at uh, well played well last year. Unfortunately, the coach and GM were too proud or scared to see what we were all what we all saw. And leave him as a start over Ponder. As an offense with with mostly Ponder starting, we put up points. But unfortunately, the D was historically bad, which brings me to why I like the signing. This gives us massive flexibility in the draft. Yeah, that's that's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. We now can stack the D in the draft and leave leave drafting a quarterback until next year, yep. if, if given, or in the later rounds. Uh, if the worst case happens in bottles. Mansdale and Bridgewater are gone by eight, leaving us my personal dark horse. Mm hmm. Who's this guy? Mettenberger. Mettenberger from LSU. Um, mm-hmm. In the second, but probably third round. So yeah, we'll see. Who two knows where, where he might be at i I'm thinking second just because I think somebody's gonna want to bite. Hopefully it's us actually. Uh, he watched yeah. the yeah, watched the guy all year and looks to have the tools but needs a year to learn and recoup from his injury. The only reason he drops in the draft. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that. Uh, I think we'll leave this as is because it turns kind of into a conversation at that point. If that's okay with you. <laughs> okay.
0: I think one thing that would be fantastic, a quick little note too, is yeah. if we get somebody like Mettenberger, a mm-hmm. pocket quarterback who could work with Norb Turner then, and even then he could easily beat out Matt Castle for that t- starting spot. All he's got to do is show that he can throw it consistently. I'm mean, like Castle hasn't put up record numbers or anything, so like I like Castle as a quarterback, and I'm not gonna like totally go dissing on him. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna say it's not a hard position to win.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it really isn't at this point, is it? It really isn't. No, <clears throat> no, it's a, it's definitely an open possibility if someone with skills, special skills. That's a word. Those are couple two words I like to use a lot on here. If somebody with special skills comes in and proves that he has those special skills, there you go. Here's the ball, young man. Here's the ball. <laughs> Big time. I mean, that's what we've been waiting for around here for a while other other than a one-year wonder in uh, a legendary quarterback with his last good season. <clears throat> I remember yeah, you said something uh well, I'll go with Brent really quick first. He was saying, "I admit I have no life, so I did another seven-round mock draft for the Vikings." Holy moly! <laughs> <Two bucks. laughs> yeah. But but uh, I guess we'll look at it really briefly. Number one, Khalil Mack. So I would not be complaining there. Number two, round pick uh, Lamarcus Joyner, safety from Florida State. So boy, he's really defensive-minded here. Uh, third round, the, the first third-round pick, Chris. Borland, inside linebacker, Wisconsin, number three. And I agree with this one in terms of, yeah, take a running back in here. if, if uh, Unless unless there's a, was it that guy, I, I call him Droyer I guess, out of uh, Pittsburgh. He's available. I wouldn't mind him as a third down back, actually, out uh, a free agency. I'll just throw that out there. But uh, he has a Carlos Hyde running back from Ohio State. Would be a great change of pace bruiser back. Number I
0: think that's too high.
1: Mm-hmm. for for him, you think it's too high,
0: yeah oh, you... I mean, like that's too yeah. early in the draft to go after somebody. if we're gonna be looking after somebody, mm-hmm. you gotta think we're trying to bring in somebody who's gonna be a backup to the Adrian Peterson,
1: yeah, yep,
0: we don't want another Toby Gerhardt type of situation to where we think, oh, okay, sweet, we know we've got this running back who is a backup Heisman, okay, well, great, well, let's sit' him for three years,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the thing, yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't want to take a, yeah, you don't want to take like the high end type of uh, running back at that point. Yeah, I mean, that's where I was looking at a. Uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on, on on him now, but yeah, it's the guy out of Pittsburgh. He was the backup. Uh, is that, uh Droyer? He was the backup yeah. running back there. Yeah, I, I would not. Yeah, I would not mind him as a third as a third down running back here to replace uh, Gerhardt. I would not mind that because he would not command a lot of money.
0: So. You also got to remember, does. Is he able to catch out of the backfield? I mean, to go back to Chester Taylor oh, that'd be a drink, with the new it? offense of Norv Turner, I've been able to watch that over my years growing up as he likes mm-hmm. to throw it out of the backfield.
1: Yeah, that's the kind of offense I like an awful lot at times. Yeah, I actually like that offense. And it, oh, the memories. <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice to have a real offensive coordinator finally. Oh, it's been a long stinking time. It really has. Um
0: Bilicek, right? Or uh, Billick.
1: Billick, yeah. For yeah, Really, in all honesty, yes. Um, Bevel's done good in Seattle, but uh, I'll, I'll leave that alone. I, I, I wasn't blown away by him here, really, at all. He was good when Favre was here in
0: 2009.
1: One-year wonder. Yeah, one-year wonder. Yep. I'm glad he's not the head coach of the Vikings. <laughs> um, uh, Brent has Zach, you know, the... Your guy and uh, and and other Zach Mettenberger, uh, pardon me, slipping to number four, fourth round anyway. Coming to Minnesota, I, I don't know if he'll slip that far. I, I think somebody's going to bite personally, unless he's, he's really healthy. hurt. Yeah. What was that?
0: He's he's too healthy.
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing. You know, I yeah, I don't think he's going to slip that far because if he's healthy. Someone's going to bite. Someone's going to say, Yep, yeah, here it is. Here's my sleeper pick. What? Buffalo took him? Come on. I missed out. You know, see, I, I think, you know, and I'm making up a name there, but that's how the draft goes way too often. Like, you think this guy's going to slip, and then there he goes. <laughs>
0: and then they become the, like, next, like, Russell Wilson. You're like, Oh my God.
1: Yeah. And then you're pissed off. <laughs>
0: and then you got the most cocky fan base on on the face of the earth.
1: Mm, even worse than the Packers, aren't they?
0: They're close. They're not worse. They're close.
1: <laughs> they're right there. Yeah, I was, I was going to see what you were going to say to <laughs> Yeah, they're they. I'm not a I'm not a fan. No, and that's that's why I went. Um, yeah, I love you, Paul Tunervis Kenneth, if you're listening. But when he <laughs> when he put that sign or that post, that Facebook post or whatever, where it just said nope, like when um, I'm blanking, but when that pass was deflected. Uh, final play of the game when San Francisco lost. I I just simply typed in, nope is right. I'm still not a fan. (laughs) That's all I had to say about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting mock draft. I just see Mr. Menberger going higher, though this was about a week ago, this post, um, and you were talking about, let me throw something at you here and see how much you like it. Zimmer Turner Hoyer, the quarterback of the Vikings. Hoyer. I I I like
0: Hoyer's a decent guy. Mm-hmm.
1: I like him. I liked him with the uh, the
0: Browns last year, actually, before he they had that ACL. Last year. He was good, wasn't he? And yet again, I'm kind of afraid of another Freeman situation where he comes over and we're like, oh my God, we got a good quarterback, and then he just sucks.
1: Yeah, does absolutely nothing. Yeah, because he did have some really ugly passes in that game, I'm going to admit. But then after that game, you know, well, and during that game, he was very clutch, and he had a clutch drive to win it. But also, after that game, it's like he changed. He was just really good. And they went on a winning streak.
0: A big they, one, too. Yeah, they took the NFL by storm there for a few weeks.
1: I, I thought the Browns were going to be a, like a sneaky team and then ACL. Ugh. And then they fired Jaczynski, who actually looked kind of good. You know, he actually looked kind of good. even though that's Yeah,
0: like, I, I don't know, you know why they let him go.
1: Yeah, and they brought in a guy. Who's, who's that again? You know, I, I have no idea.
0: Did they sign somebody yet that took forever?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, as a coach? Yeah, but I don't even know his name. It's just like mm, they signed signed Vince Germano. There we go. (laughs) I didn't even read his. Shame on me. I didn't even read his post. That's why I was like, I better bring him up here. He was saying this about Catholic. saying, could be worse, Brandon Whedon, or however the hell you spell it. And I agree.
0: That's true.
1: Brandon Whedon? Ugh. Yeah, he's bad. He sucks. So, yeah, I feel for Browns fans there. And they they benched him for Hoyer, and that was one, or actually, he, Whedon was hurt, and then Hoyer went in instead of the, the backup, uh, Jason Campbell. And Hoyer was excellent in that game and beyond. And then, obviously, the ACL, and that killed that team. Bummer. Mm. Yeah, Jasinski should not have been fired. I, I didn't like it, even though things went down the toilet after that. Still, come on now. Come on, it's out, one
0: creepy. year. Come on, give the guy a break.
1: Yeah, that was that was really harsh. He had things going well until that ACL happened. So, oh boy, I yeah I feel for that team because that's a that's one of the few NFL franchises left. <laughs> dare I say, without a Super Bowl ring? So I, I feel for them a little bit. Mm. It's Even, only because
0: we don't have one either.
1: Yeah, exactly. And watching their former franchise win, and now they have two rings. Just like we watched the Dallas Stars win a Stanley Cup. Was it six years after they left Minnesota? That was not fun. Yeah, I was pissed. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't get me started, right? Don't get either one of us started.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm still pissed about that. and I I was barely even born. I was five years old when that happened.
1: Mm -hmm. I was 14, and I was trying not to... Well, I was not quite 14 yet. I was going to turn 14 in the summer, but... I remember watching that, and it was sickening. I actually recorded it in Minnesota and Detroit, so we'll save that for Brave the Wild. Sorry, I'm a good friend. Yeah, you can tell we love sports, can't you, out there?
0: Good little segue. Listen to Brave the Wild and Timberwolf uh, Explosion.
1: Yes, sir. Do do check those out, and I will be recording a Brave the Wild soon. Did not record last week because the schedule was just too crowded. It just simply was. I mean, yeah, way too crowded. Uh, I had to record Timberwolves explosion whenever Marcus is available, and when he's available, I am recording. Dang it! So because I don't, I never know when he's going to be around. Um, and then of course the next night I had overtime because it's the Mondays kind of that week. And then yeah, obviously last night. Uh, well, no, last night wasn't the night to record. Tonight was for Purple Mafia. So anyhow, yeah, enough of that.
0: Can can I do the next one? Which one? Uh, the next post.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mark Carlson
0: says, I sure miss listening to Joey Weigen and the Purple Mafia podcast. Life is (laughs) dull without it. And I would love to give Mark Carlson my own gold star. I've been wanting to do this. Yeah. Thank you, Mark Carlson.
1: Thank you, Mark Carlson. You will get the gold star for this episode.
0: Definitely. That's like the greatest feel-good moment is when you hear that go off, and you're like, "I did something." I know I've got at least a million to my name, so. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's the that's the whole thing. Yep, the gold star. I remember how you were saying how much you love it in the past. So, yeah, and you'll be getting more. You know what? (laughs) Oh yeah, I was gonna say yeah. You you basically, yep, yep, you're gonna get my personal gold star for being a a a great co-host here really really appreciate you really do Mr. Mr. Sebastian you get the yep, you get the you get you get you get my personal one but but I'll give the yeah the, the show one will go to Mark Carlson issued from Sebastian so you get the honors for that you get you've been a nice uh, nice co-host here though today I do appreciate it a lot
0: this is a blast I love coming on
1: Mm-hmm. so we'll, we're about to wrap things up we'll wrap things up with the the captain of the ship being Munner Lindby is on, is on board excuse me for three years as I continue to sound more and more goofy here uh, Brent Jacobson says he was a nickel back in Carolina because yeah that's another thing Yeah, he's a, he is a smaller guy and that might be why he got some of those pick sixes uh, he says is he really ready to cover the likes of Alshon Jeffrey, Randall Cobb Golden Tate or is he being brought in to play a similar role what he did in Carolina, um, possibly because we did. I sign can see the him Dox. covering them. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Like he's six years into the league, you got to think about that too. And you you think about that, he's been in the NFC, so he's had to face Green Bay a handful of times. You know, because we play a similar schedule to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. He's had to face all those, you know, Megatron and what's not, and 49 um, Elshon <laughs> Jeffrey, and them. He's had to face all those same guys, so he's he's proved that already.
1: Yeah, and, and, and he's done a darn good job. So, I mean, and even if he is the Nickelback, he'll be damn good at it. He'll, he'll be a hell of a lot better than what we had last year. Ugh, I don't even want to say his name anymore. Josh Robinson? <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh, my God. He must have been the worst Nickelback ever. Don't don't yeah, tell me you liked him. Don't tell me you liked him. Marcus
0: Sherrill did better <laughs> than that.
1: He, he killed him. I mean, Marcus Sherrill's, <clears throat> excuse me, Marcus Sherrill's or Josh Robinson, it's like 100 miles apart. And Sherrill's is a guy that's your like your fourth cornerback on most teams. But, yeah, he looked wanna, like a superstar around that guy.
0: <laughs> Want to know something funny too? Yeah, what's that? A couple of years ago, the only reason we were so high on Josh Robinson mm-hmm. is because he had the fastest four, <laughs> uh, 440 time.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. That was that was what it was. He was he was the fastest guy in the draft. Dang it! That that's it. There it is. Fastest guy in the draft. You can't go wrong. You gotta tell the Oakland Raiders that. don't we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's why I said Sammy Watkins is going there because we know how they draft.
1: Yeah. No, I, I was chuckling there, and then I blanked and didn't even go back to it, and I apologize. Yeah, it was hilarious. Like that's what the Raiders do. They like, draft speed receivers. Because they just—that's all they do. They draft fat quarterbacks too, but okay, I didn't. See. <laughs> Jamarcus oh, Russell. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that one's definitely not too soon, is it? <laughs> oh. Uh, Malcolm out of Oakview, California, saying hopefully a similar role as Carolina. He always seems to be around the ball. Yeah, yeah, I really like that take right there. That's a sneaky good take. Because, yeah having him as a nickelback then like you said earlier nickelbacks can can get those pick sixes because of the way they're well the way they're set up defensively and well what what did he do when he got those he got five touchdowns over the course of his career so not bad we'll take it oh yeah yeah we know what pick sixes can do I mean they can change the entire like an entire game. And on occasion, the entire season. It, you know, oh yeah, that? I was
0: about to say the season too, because yeah. you know you get two or three pick sixes. Your team gets on a roll, and you're good for you know a good or seven, eight games. Right there, you've pretty much qualified yourself in the playoffs. Right there for a wild card spot in the NFC. I don't think the AFC anymore, since they're so yeah. good. But,
1: hmm Yeah, AFC. Holy moly. Yeah, no, that's very true. I mean, little little things can really change the whole season. The NFL is crazy. I've seen whole seasons disappear in the afternoon against a, a crappy team at the time. The Tampa Bay Bucks. I've seen a whole season just fade in front of my eyes in, in a matter of a couple hours. It, it's not fun, and in a yeah, matter of a seconds. That
0: reminds me, the six and zero Vikings that collapsed.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that was really 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 painful. What
0: year was that again? Um, two
1: thousand six, right? Yeah. Or was this my? It must have been five. Two. No. Yeah, yeah. My. It was the year we had Mike Tice, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Was Mike Tice the coach? Yeah. This yep. Because uh, then we
0: missed the playoffs because we lost to Arizona, and then Chris Hoven was over on the side crying. Two
1: thousand three. Yep.
0: <laughs> that came back immediately.
1: Yeah. Two thousand three. Yep. Two thousand three. Yep. We were six to zero, and everything just went. Down the you know what, and Farah was actually good in the little times he was in when he had to replace uh uh culpepper when he had the broken uh vertebra that was kind of crazy. Yeah, Yeah, I still remember all that stuff It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that year went down the you know what, pretty frustrating. Um, okay, we'll make this the final post here for Facebook and then we will call it a show. Uh, being yeah this I believe her, yeah I haven't I don't know if I've seen her on here before this might be her second I think I've seen it before but gotta I, I don't want to leave her out because uh, I haven't seen her post very often she says I like the castle signing this is uh, Diane String uh, I, I like the castle signing we need D line and linebacker help before we draft future quarterback I would take Khalil Norv will help Matt bridge the gap until we get a franchise quarterback. Could be some sleeper quarterbacks in later rounds. McCarron could still be there in the third. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think McCarron's at least a de- decent draftable guy?
1: I'm gonna be honest. I don't know a whole lot about him, honestly, which is kind <laughs> of sad.
0: He yeah. doesn't have enough arm strength, and he's not clutch.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I need to study up for the I need to study up for the draft more before the next episode. So I don't want to make a Uh, black or white take on him? So, oh, say that again. So, because I was kind of rambling on you. Sorry about that.
0: I said, yeah, I agree.
1: Okay, or, or or, I mean, before about McCarron, how did you say it? Oh, I
0: was just, I was just wondering if you think that he'd be a quality quarterback in the NFL
1: yeah I, i'm gonna have to wait on that yeah it's like a, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do some more research first before i can have a yeah like i said black or white take yeah because i was kind of responding to her there too on, on that one um malcolm was saying i like the idea of getting a stud linebacker in the first and a, and a quarterback later and then, then who knows they start next season yeah yeah i think it's gonna be a very defensive heavy draft historically bad defense the really good defensive guru coming in. Yeah, it does spell a very defensive-minded draft, doesn't it?
0: Oh God, yeah. I and mean, like, once you look at it too, you know you got Brent's picks and my picks, and they're almost all defense. The only really offensive pick I'm really taking is Mettenberger.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I I, I think so too. And then maybe a sneaky running back if we don't send, uh Dreuer out of Pittsburgh. Oh, which I would be all about uh, inexpensive moves, stuff like that you got to get at least some kind of second uh, string running back in there, third down running back in there. Uh, we'll, we'll see who it is. That's all, obviously, going to be on the next episode, so we'll, <laughs> we'll focus pretty much only on that. Maybe some more new free agent stuff or Viking news. There's always going to be something, so it's the Vikings. This has been a beast of a show. Big show, but a lot of fun things to talk about. I really appreciate you, Sebastian. This was fantastic.
0: I love doing it. I I couldn't be any happier.
1: All right. Thank you very much. And to me, it's very safe to say, Sebastian, will return to Purple Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be, you, you will be back on. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, if you want to anyway, if you want to. <laughs> oh, I'd love
0: to. This is a blast. Mm-hmm,
1: for sure. Maybe for the, even the next episode, as long as my, as long as my schedule is an ape crap and, 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 and you're available. I'll probably have you on for the draft? I mean, I can't think of anybody I'd rather have
0: for that one, so. Yeah, that's the only draft I've actually covered up to down, probably because the Vikings don't have to take a wide receiver in it. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, finally,
0: right? Yeah, we don't have
1: to. That's the good news. So, in closing, the Vikings will probably not take a wide receiver. (laughs) I'd say probably, yeah, they they shouldn't at this point. Seventh round, maybe. Yeah, something like that, special teamer or something. That's usually what seventh round is, some kind of special team linebacker or – or a uh, uh, special team wide receiver, or God knows what, or or a kicker, punter.
0: <laughs> but we're not going to do that. Hey, hmm? Uh wasn't didn't captain wasn't captain a seventh round pick? It can work out.
1: Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, hopefully we'll take a cornerback there then, and he'll eventually develop under one of these guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we gotta get right once in a while. One of us. It's always somebody else, and we're always signing them to a new contract here. It's gotta be our turn. Let's hope so. Let's hope indeed. So with that, that'll be that'll be the slogan going into the next show. We'll leave you with that. Let's hope it's our turn. <laughs> we'll be back in the next week or two to talk. NFL draft. And that's about it. <laughs> and of course, obviously, like I said, other news. We'll talk to you then, until then. Enjoy the warmer weather here in Minnesota. And in Seattle, do stay dry. All right, take care, everybody.